Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. For exclusive content from their GA ambassadors and other high-profile contributors, check out news.paddypower.com. I'm not finished yet. It took me a long time to get here. Both players have, have spoken with each other and, uh, and they regret what happened. They've had a frank discussion with each other and they're, they're both of them are keen to, to now focus on getting back to their county jerseys. That these fellas will get such a f***ing shell shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their f***ing houses for f***ing years. All right, welcome along to the GAR. We're bringing you a special episode here on Friday because we have a special guest in the studio, Director General of the GA, Tom Ryan. Mr. Ryan. Welcome to the show. Thanks it took me much. about a year to track oh, you down. Right, so. Mick would use of it now, so we may, <laughs> we may go for lost time. And we're not going to talk about Carlo GA because it's going too I well. Mind, and actually, <laughs> I, I, we can get onto that in a bit, I wouldn't mind. Okay, so we'll start, we'll start off with the annual accounts, Tom, yeah. because the big headline coming out of them, and I'm sure it's very concerning, is like the gate receipts. We, we knew this was coming because we could see it with our eyes you know the attendances are down the Galway-Dublin game was, was really disappointing um, so they're down 23% from 16.4 million to 12.7 it's a massive massive drop in a year yeah it's disappointing there's no point in, in saying otherwise I always used to say like before when I was doing my previous role in there I always used to say like you wouldn't really measure and you shouldn't measure a good GA year in terms of number of euros coming in so there were a few years when things were really growing in terms of attendances I think this is the first year we've dipped after I think two or three successive increases and when you're talking about increases you'd never crow about you know being a fantastic year and being so by the same token when things are down it doesn't turn it into a, a, a crisis by any means but there's no point in saying other than it's disappointing Yeah um, because your commercial we, your commercial income is up so I, I think you're breaking even maybe yeah, a bit on last but, year but, but at the same time like the, the gates are more important though yeah, to, to be honest, like, What do you put the decrease down to then? Well the first thing like when, when we were talking about the new quarter-final format kind of this time last year and talk about this introduction we were putting together the budget for the year and the plan for the year and the kind of narrative at the time was it's going to be a, a bonanza and it's 
windfall and yeah. like I, knew, I kind of knew it wasn't going to be really for a couple of reasons first of all but even Parik yourself Duffy, like yeah but Parik Duffy promised clubs all the extra money yeah. so he would have you would have thought there would have been more as well no? I thought there'd be more yeah yeah or I thought, I, I thought we'd break even maybe the first year uh, the limiting factors I suppose would be the fact that those games were going to be outside Crow Park in the first instance but more so that I'm sure I don't know if you found it but I certainly found it over the summer you didn't even have time to get to all the games that you wanted to go to because it was yeah. really just rat-a-tat-tat week after week after week so by the time people got to the quarter-final stage they'd already been at plenty of games those games came thick and fast and just from a purely personal point of view like the, the, the first week of it the first set of games felt a little bit Terrible start to it, it, yeah. it, it didn't really feel like it had the couldn't trust to the, the championship for the, the third week it got going alright <clears throat> but excuse me it, 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 it took people a little while to get used to I suppose yeah. also, I think been the All Ireland semi-final coming the week after the Super 8 was too it's, it's tight yeah. people weren't ready for a semi-final at that stage I'd say also, like, but do is you know that going to be the same this year uh, it, well the championship will be a little bit stretched out but we will have the same with the same broad structure what's changing at the quarterfinal stage is the sequence of the games in yes. terms of the venues and things yes. like, like that was another thing that people had a few misgivings about um, also you would have hoped you know you'd always be hoping championship boys that you'd get a new team coming through and you remember Sligo had a great run a few years for Man lots of teams would have got to the latter stages and it freshens up the thing and you'd be you would have been hoping Ross Common would have been that team too but it's more difficult I suppose for uh, a team to bridge up to the next when they've got to do it three times at that stage and they found it a little bit tricky I'd they found say. it so yeah Kildare held their own in it I suppose they weren't too they, bad they, and they were new but they, they're not they as well did, supported yeah. as they were as they used to be either uh, Kildare yeah used to be a mainstay of things and me used to be too. I suppose maybe that's just to do with the little bit of disparity in, 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 in Leinster wise but in terms of how the the year fared like, and you talk about commercial like the, the attendances are more important for the reason that and even apart from the the value of the attendance, just the physical number of people going to matches is important because that's the measure of the popularity of the thing, really. So quite apart from how much money it might bring in, all the commercial stuff and all the broadcasting, that, that kind of depends upon being a vibrant championship. Now, at the same time, I'm very wary of talking things down too. Like, I mean, there was plenty of good football played and I, I'm not really that happy with the idea that, you know, football is in a crisis and it needs to be it needs radical action to change and so on but you would have been familiar with some of that stuff going on over the last few months in terms of the rules and so on there was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a downer on football over the course of the summer which I thought was a little yeah. bit unfair in some cases you know it was, yeah. a, it was a good championship it was a good championship uh, it was okay I wouldn't so, go so far like but I mean the, the, the big elephant in the room yeah. here is Dublin yeah. are hammering everybody right mm-hmm. so the Leinster championship is a waste of time like that's, do you think that's, so? it's, well Dublin are going for 10 in a row they've won 13 of the last 14 yeah. or so what's the point of Leinster so the Leinster championship 10 years ago Leash, or Dublin played Leash in 2007 yeah. it was a full house it was 40,000 last year Dublin dominance is turning people off right and that's I think that's very obvious because once May were out this year people knew no one's going to really challenge them and that was the reality now they're going for five in a row question I would have for you is is there any sort of a strategy in place for if Dublin go ten in a row like how are no. we going to put there's not there's not no not really because, the, because the, their games development money went mm. up in 2018 according to the accounts so I thought you had said that you were going to redress that a little <coughs> bit yeah we did look at redressing it but the way we were going to redress it and the way we did was to look at the funds going to other counties uh, to be fair about it there's, there may be a small little bit of a misconception about what that 
money does or, or where it goes, that money is going predominantly to, to, to clubs and to... Do you know the concept of the, the club coaches and the, the yes, GPOs? Yes. So every club in Dublin has a games development office. Yeah, or some of them would share it depending on their own, their, 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 their means. But other so counties on. don't have that now, right? So let's, uh, that's well, the starting point. It's don't increasing. So, so there's, there are a few extra counties that have been added to that mix over the course of the last, last 12 months. Um, Meath, Kildare, Wicklow, Louth, um, Wexford, there's one or two others. Um, but like what what those coaches are doing doesn't really have a well, doesn't at all have a direct uh, relevance to the senior intercounty panel. Well, well, no, it, do, it does, well, Tom. No, but that's that's misleading because uh, if no, if Dublin don't have to spend mm. all the money they make, they mm. make like one point seven million in commercial deals. Mm. It dwarfs any other county. So because you give a huge amount of games development, they don't have to spend their money on games development. That money is spent on their teams. And like I mean, they can have really sophisticated backroom teams. And like I mean, like the money that goes to the clubs, which is absolutely disproportionate. Now I understand if you go by head of population, right, mm. Dublin doesn't look that much and by all means you'd feel bad about saying right you don't want these games develop- you want these games yeah. development officers into yeah. the schools aggressively yeah. challenging rugby and soccer but they're spending half their time at the clubs and they're helping the clubs as well now per club yeah. if you're looking at per registered member Dublin are getting something like 274 euros per registered player Tyrone Mayo and Kerry are getting 21, 22 and 19 that's between 2010 and 2014 that hasn't changed that is how can you stand over that? Well again it comes back to what those people are doing and the predominance of their role is to go, as you say go into primary schools but that's only half the role like, I don't uh, want to talk about that because I would say that's really yeah, good yeah. right because we sh- the GA has and, to be and, and has to be, the, and that's what the, but there, the it's the club the it's the club be. thing it's yeah. the club the, it's the other half yeah. of their work at the club where they're organising like children's competitions doing Cl- clubs in the other counties don't have someone organising that full time they have amateurs like I get texts in Portlaoise can you help out here just an, like a, a volunteer doing it Dublin have professional games development officers in every club organising that and other counties don't I just can't understand how you can stand over them getting that 274 mm. per registered player Tyrone at 21 that disparity uh, is outrageous I'd actually call it most of their time is not actually spent on registered players you could actually flip that around and, and, and talk about uh, a proportion relative to the general population that don't ever even see their way into a GA club. Yeah, no, that's so that, no, no, I'm, I'm so splitting them out, right? So yeah, I've no, but I've no problem half, with that. You're saying half their time well, in a how, club. How is their time? Because I, I was told yeah. that their time during the week is split between the schools and split between the club. Oh. So what split is that then? If, if it's not 50-50, well, what is it, the split? It, it, it'll vary club by club and it'll vary okay. person by person. And I'm not going to mislead you and say that they don't do stuff in the club. But the stuff that they're doing in the club is, is aimed at... Eight to twelve-year-old children. They're know, not, you know. I, no, and I understand and that. But they're, that but they're club members at that stage. Yeah, but most of the people that a, 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 an officer in Dublin will encounter in his working week are ch- not even just boys and girls from the ages of eight to twelve going into schools, teaching them the rudiments of Gaelic games. He's not. He's not saying, "Are you a member?" of Portlaoise and you're not. So I'll only, I'll only talk to the no, kids no, that are members. And, and, no, but I want to make that and, clear and that it's, not, it's even benefiting. You know. Camogie ladies football. Yeah. It, it's almost it's almost kind of pseudo PE by proxy. Yeah. It's not and no, it's not I'm, terribly I'm, sophisticated. Col- Colin but it's Begley, terribly important. Colin you know? Begley did it for Parnell. So yeah. I know exactly and he yeah. had to go into schools in the Kulak area, which is predominantly soccer. And absolutely that's a great thing. So if these games development officers were one hundred percent of their time doing that I don't think I'd have I wouldn't have an argument because the Dublin population's massive, you need way more. Yeah. The issue I have is is 
the, the time they spend in the clubs and the clubs pay half their wages so they have they have that and again I'll remind you 274 per registered player forget about the, the non-registered players I agree with that that's a brilliant yeah. uh, thing and Tyrone 21 Mayo 22 Kerry 19 and the problem I have with this is like you said a bit of rebalancing you said last year yeah. and we did adjust Dublin a little bit you said and then you look at the accounts this year and the actual games development has gone up yeah. to Dublin uh, but it has Tom, also, it has like also gone up to a number of other counties substantially but, but, but gone what up to they, the, the other counties yeah. actually I, I, need is a huge they need double what Dublin yeah. are getting to redress the balance like filtering I mean, a little bit more yeah. money into these counties like we're talking 10 Leinsters in a row I, the, the Leinster final is 40,000 like it's just gone so far that I would be expecting with the the money that's in Dublin their staff um, their staff wages in 2016 were 500,000 like we're not comparing like with like here they've a full time CEO they've, they, they've, they've, they've a structure like that yeah. this is just ruining the championship and w- my prediction is in, in 10 more years Dublin will have won 8 of them 7 or 8 of them and, and the All-Ireland final attendance could be 40,000 like Leinster like are you looking ahead at potential damage that this is causing well I wouldn't be comfortable at all with the idea like what we would be doing if we were to if we were to reduce that money Willie would be to be taking money out of GA clubs and that kind of runs contrary to the very thing that we're supposed to be actually but doing can, But why can't they use some of their 1.7 mm. commercial money for mm. that? Well, like they're awash with money they have a marketing department Tom they have a full-time CEO. They have 500,000 uh, wages. I, 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 no other county can compete with that. Why can't they t- scale that down a bit and use that money for games development and you use your money mm. for the other counties to catch up on them? Well, that is the process that we started a couple of years ago. Um, but that's not started if you've increased it in 2018. Well, it actually came down in previous years too. It came down moderately. No, but I, would be the, I'm not querying your figures or I'm not contradicting your logic a lot of what you say has merit in it but at the same time what it is when you come back to the bones of what it is is funding going into GA clubs it's not going to the county board it's not going to Indirectly Jim Gavin because they're not spending their money on that you're well, saving actually, well, them actually, that expense well, well, to be fair about it none of the other counties that you mentioned are spending anything at all or the, or the clubs in those counties aren't spending anything at all so Dublin is the only county actually where the clubs have to actually subvent that themselves and that has been the limiting thing in terms of rolling it out to other counties so the five or six other ones that I mentioned to you and there's a new scheme in Belfast for example on a, on a similar team they're funded entirely by ourselves there's no local element of the funding at all um, and that's a limiting thing so Dublin are actually the only county where the clubs are substantially paying for that themselves. Paying for some of it. And the other but little thing to bear in mind... What do you think, like, OK. The, uh, sorry, don't hit it. Go on now, go on. Yeah, the other little thing, like, when you, when you look at where the, the income is generated in, in the round, in the totality where it comes from, like, Dublin is a significant funder of the association as a whole so a lot of the funds that are going to all of the other counties they're actually they're ah, but that's just a geographical you know yeah, anomaly well, well, and that's you're, that's you're, not well, but it, it's almost like you've got the golden handcuffs yeah. on with Dublin they have you over a barrel because they're so well supported and they almost do fund the GA in a lot of ways um, there's no getting away from that like to be honest so, and it's an important thing to say that you know actually when people talk about all of the money that Dublin get they get a substantial amount under the category that you're talking about there's all manner of other things that other counties do better out out of than than Dublin when you talk about capital and you talk about pitches and things like that and also when you look at who who contributes into the thing like really all, all it is is a 
kind of a, a very basic, simple kind of a collective thing. And the only money we have is the money that comes in through the things you started talking about at the start, the commercial income or the gates. And the only thing we are charged with doing with it is putting it back into, into Gaelic games. So if you look at who is a net kind of contributor to that little mix over time, there's, there's two or three counties that all the time are funding everybody else because unfortunately the nature of it is that there's an awful lot of counties that that's just population just, though well, I, don't think that, yeah, I don't think you should be looking at that as regards oh well they raised the most money so we're going to look after them better no, I don't I, think no, that's, that, not, that's I don't, not how I don't, the GA is I, supposed to work I don't mean it in that context I mean it in the context of that the, there's, there, there isn't the, the extent of the perceived inequity that people might think that it's not Dublin are not sucking everything out of the thing they use the national stadium as their home ground like I mean they get more games development per registered player they dwarf everybody else they've won 13 of the last 14 Leinster titles they're going for 5 in a row like genuinely I I don't know how you haven't thought about what the potential damage could be if they win 10 senior All-Irelands in a row you, like, you haven't thought that far ahead because you are accused sometimes of not having long-term strategies in place for things. So you haven't thought about well, the I, I, would, eventuality it, it, of it, that it, happening. It would be, it would be a, a, a controversial and a, a dangerous strategy to outline to you here in terms of what <laughs> we're going to do to stop a particular county from winning a particular... Uh, it, it, poses it would a be a disaster pose, because like, if you look does, at the yeah. attendances of Leinster, Leinster yeah, that's, yeah. that's a disaster now, really. You know, the, they've gone through the floor. I wonder... The like, attendances. Yeah, um, how much of that, like, would you say, is... is down to clearly Dublin have improved and Dublin are playing at a level that that is unprecedented. But the, the next level of counties down below, your own included, that they, they seem to have slipped away a bit. So, you know, there's an imperative on the Meads and the Leashes and the Kildares and Offaly's as well to kind of step up to yeah. that. So but here's my that, theory, that gap yeah. has opened up yeah. in two ways. I, 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 I the, game, the game has moved into a professional era, yeah. right? So county boards now are like mini football clubs in their own right. They're little businesses. They, they have to worry about their brands, their marketing, yeah. fundraising, their businesses. Yeah. They've got amateurs running them. People with no business background would just get voted in through politics, GEA politics, right? So Dublin's uh, structure, mm-hmm. they have that same politics. They have a chairman voted in, but he doesn't run the business side. They have a CEO to do that. No other county can afford that CEO. My th- my, I'm just wondering what your thoughts on this are. That if, if uh, the GEA put a CEO in every 32 county and use the structure Dublin have with business background that has a proven record of running businesses because that's what county boards are now. We're not in the dark ages of this being just land there and it all looks, see what we did last year and just yeah, continued yeah. on, which there is a culture of. It would cost, say, 100 grand a year. Would that be a going rate? I'm not sure. In and around that, it would be 3.2 million at a cost to the GA. I was reading in 2017, you had to pay there's, 15 million to actually... There's a few of them cost, already. Cost, oh, right, but yeah. if, if you were to fund them, right, because a lot of counties can't afford them. There's, if you were to fund them... There's about 20 of them already, Colin. There's 20 about, yeah. full-time CEOs running yeah, county boards? Yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. Right, I wasn't yeah, aware of that. Yeah, there is, yeah. Um, now, when you talk about you know, like business backgrounds and so on, you know, I, I can't attest to that, but there are, yeah, there's about 20 full-time uh, whether they're designated they're as like CEOs, county or, secretaries. That, yeah. Ah, well, that, that's different. Yeah. That's different because I know from I know county secretaries, yeah. and they don't have a business background yeah. at all. They were voted in 
by the usual politics and they just happen to be in that job and that's a paid job well some of them are but some of them are they weren't they, were, they definitely yeah. weren't interviewed for that job as, that? as regards your business background or your, your ability to run a business I don't think that's the criteria well, that geez, was used I'd, I'd be the last person too to kind of ascribe there's more and more important aspects to running a county than, than running it as a business but, I, but there is a huge business element to it now is the point I'm making and yeah. I was reading in 2017 that yeah. you at the end of every year you have to bail out loads of county boards that have gone over too much expenses there I think it was 15 yeah. million in 2017 15 so million in 2017 15 million in 2017 different payments to county boards for overruns of costs and stuff like that am I right on that figure you mightn't be you know dig that out again there um, I know we would pay we pay about 10, 12 million to county boards every year but it's not It's not based is, on Alright, so here it is sorry, just to quote just under yeah. 15 million of the total was distributed by the GEA Central Council in 2017 to counties and clubs to underwrite their operating costs yeah. and to defray the cost of their participation in various competitions Exactly, yeah but it's not, it's not, it's not particularly because of something went wrong somewhere that's that's just what we do. Like you just, you just, this, you just this, pay that out. This That's is the what point. It's there for. This is the point I'm making. Yeah. So if you spent maybe thirty three point two yeah. million to put yeah. in a full time CEO with yeah. a business background and use the Dublin model, you're saving yourselves yeah. twelve million there. If yeah. they can actually balance those books, run things efficiently, and you well, know have a marketing department, and yeah. you put uh, there's a funny little thing in there though. Like when you talk about balancing the books and and uh, you know. Um, business people running counties and so on only two or three counties in 2018 actually ran at a loss most of them broke even or better and I won't quote names or I won't name who they are but have a look and see and you might be you might be surprised at one or two of them yeah you might be quickly uh, I'm not really that thrilled about the I I understand the sentiment and I understand like uh, the the thing has to break even business that's a clinical enough word to use okay but like for example you still keep your structure like your chairman and they do all the fixtures and maybe you're not stepping on there look the Dublin model is there so like you can actually organise it better and run loads of different departments now and it's a brand and if you don't like get your brand in, in space you're not going to fundraise you're not going to get the sponsorship in Dublin for example ha- now I know they're yeah. on, a, on a, a like a different level of regards attraction for sponsors but like they have something like 16 like other counties are getting fellas part time amateurs on the road to ask the local businessman down the road there's better ways of doing this well, is the point I make if they had a yeah. full time fella we, running it the way we've tried to do it look uh, as I've said, about 20 counties have a full-time person. That's a secretary uh, now. It's not yeah, what I'm no, talking no, about. I know, I know, but about four or five would have, uh, as well as that, would have a commercial manager, if you like, somebody who's specifically charged with doing the things you're talking about in terms of getting in sponsorship and looking at. And the mistake I think that uh, counties and ourselves maybe in the, in the past would have made and clubs would make too a little bit is the sponsorship is not just about asking somebody for something at the start of the year or at the start of three years. You've got to kind of look after those people and you've got to cultivate them and mind them and make sure that the only conversation you're having with them is not about, can I have a cheque, please? So four or five counties have gotten into that over the course of the last uh, couple of years. They are getting help from ourselves. But the way we've kind of gone up to now is trying to provide uh, that help to people centrally from our marketing department because you could also argue come the other way around like if you have 32 of those around the country perhaps you're getting into into duplication as well and perhaps you're getting into less than optimum utilisation of resources and is like would you be better off putting that money that you're talking about if we had that discretionary extra money would you be better off putting that into coaching 
think myself you might be to say once, tell you once it's not coaching for Dublin we yeah. might uh, we might agree <laughs> okay. on that come here just yeah. on just on that with county yeah. boards because you come in for a lot of criticism um, it's like Croke Park or the GEA and yeah, whatever that, right yeah, but, that, that, but the, the book kind of stops with you so mm. it's unfortunate for you when a lot of it's not your problems county boards can't get their fixtures right a lot of them are out of the championship sufficient, sufficiently early it's like so we're all talking about if you yeah. change the, the the structure of it or whatever but enough counties are out early enough to fit, to have their competitions run off in a yeah. in a timely manner and they don't and I just wonder like the CPA has been set up and they often complain about the county boards are clearly not doing their job but there's no accountability it's like who do they answer to they're an autonomous org- and I talk, yeah, tackled Carl Duffy about this funny said, thing. we don't interfere with them and I'm like but they're not doing it's, they're it's, not doing it like yeah. that's that's. do you not think that system has yeah. to change because you're it, getting the brunt of it yeah it is a funny little thing like and it's a very it's an uncomfortable enough kind of seat to be sitting in when you're responsible for something that you don't actually really ultimately but control. So it's like the Minister for Finance is responsible oh, for, yeah, you know, well, you, the book does stop. not that at all for a second, yeah. but, but in terms of maybe the, the degree of the degree of absolute control, it's, it's less than you might think. Now, that's not to say it shouldn't be more or it shouldn't be, but it is actually less because like the focus that we took with this thing last year in terms of the calendar year was to create space and to create opportunities for counties to utilise in a lot of cases they did utilise it in some cases maybe a bit better than, than others This is another thing though Tom yeah. half of them didn't yeah. play any championship Now again but, where's but the accountability for that? It like, I mean, about championship though like, like, it, What's to say and, and we didn't say at the outset that it has to be had to be championships just play matches and just have a, a, a regular programme of matches for people and make sure people know and, and utilise that space in April Now I, 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 I hear what you're saying about the CPA and we've had plenty of good conversations with the CPA and I, I think of an understanding of you know, what it is that they would like to see and, and yeah. it's, it's not So they're it's invited not, to not, the review in 2019 it's, 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 is not, that? it's not like the polar opposite of what anybody would like to see to tell you the truth like yeah. it's a, a, a regular predictable fair programme of matches for people that you can stick it up in your fridge at the start of the year yeah. and you'll have an idea when you're going to be playing Um I, I wouldn't be too down on. I, I, you're getting at the April thing there. I think from from last year. Yeah, it was it was it was mixed enough. Some counties use it very very well. Um, other counties, n- not so much. To be honest, the one thing so that it was I would messy say is when, when the championship starts on the first uh, of May. It's yes, a terrible it mess. It's, it's, it's tight. A mess. It's tight. Yeah, it's too tight. And, 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 really. and you'll know about that thing about you know in terms of trying to restrict the movement of counties and the the, the training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was your own county we were yeah. kind of embroiled in that thing. Yeah. So there's an example where we did try and enforce something and exert a little bit of direct control and it it, it was does I, I can see it from yeah. their point of view because the league is so intense I, you're yeah. just getting recovery yeah. done. So where do you get your prep, tactical prep and stuff for the chance? You need to do it in April, you know, like, and you need to get away to do that. Things, all these things that you're like the, there, there is a little inherent tension with all these things and balancing the club versus balancing the county and it is very valid like the county teams do need their preparation time and they do need to hit the ground running when it comes to May time but you could also argue that like, in the general sense even apart from fixtures the county game is is like it's, it's well resourced and it has a good profile and it's generally it's in, it's in a good place the football and hurling in a good place county wise the club bit of it 
does need a needs to be minded and needs to be nurtured and it needs needs attention. Yeah, but like I mean, I suppose what attention yeah. is it getting? Because yeah. these this new structure, like Brian Cody said, the 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 solution that came up with to help club yeah. players is to increase the inter-county games, and he has a point on that because even the April for clubs, you'll play a match or yeah. two, and then you don't have another one yeah. till September. So I think it's actually made the situation mm. worse. Do you? Yeah. The, the 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 question I would have yeah. is, I know it's up for review in 2019. Yeah. John Horn has yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah. Are the are the third the third level education uh, representatives are they going to be in a meeting? Are the CPA, the GPA, and yourselves going to be in a meeting this time? Because that's the problem. Yeah. We have Kieran Malloy and we have Liam Silk now on the sixteenth going to play an All Ireland semi final on the same day as a Sigerson. That happened last year, though, Tom. Yeah. Like, how can that happen again yeah. the following year? Well, the immediate answer to your question, and not to be evasive, though, because I haven't worked out what the composition of that little group will be. But sure, it, it won't work if it doesn't have full representation. Yeah, but, but how would, would it not have had the last time? Like, how would Park Duffy just decide this himself without saying, does that suit you? Does that suit you? And everybody, like, it seems so logical to me that everyone would have their little yeah, kind of input it, and then come up with something. Yeah. And then nobody, nobody complains. Yeah. I'll have nothing to complain the about. The funny then. thing is, though, like, yeah, all those people, they will all be involved. All the people that you met, and, because otherwise the process doesn't have a value. Yeah. But the one thing that you can be sure of out of it, nobody will be happy with it I'd say you know, it's, it, it, I think it, once all four of them are happy I think you're, you're, that's even, a great even, starting even point even all four of them is going to be really hard like because there's all manner of competing interests and, and all very valid ones like, yeah. but that, that's the one thing I'm kind of learning like, it's very very hard you're, you're trying to skirt and negotiate yeah. a kind of a medium ground and by definition a medium ground means nobody's getting what they want it, it so might be, it might, be it might be a long it's meeting tricky. it might be a long meeting I'd like, say it'll be a few meetings <laughs> I want to talk to yeah. you before because I'm conscious of yeah. the time I want to talk to you about the broadcasting yeah. rights because this is something I've talked about recently and it was something I've criticised you on the show about yeah. so I might as well say I'm it to your face um, you said when you took over so there's a new see this is again the long term strategic plan yeah. so broadcast rights were sold for five years yeah. and the very next year championship structure changed yeah. so immediately I'm thinking and here's the criticism they don't have a long term mm. strategic plan mm. you didn't have a long term strategic plan they here at all those, did you? those two things weren't aligned yeah, the, um, they weren't aligned yeah, what, 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 sorry so, the, the oh yeah, specific so this, this, because people well, were starting what, what did I say people, well, were, people were starting to ask about um, the extra game so we yeah. know Monaghan Throne wasn't on television yeah. um, so you, you said I'm go- we're going to stick with the existing structure of things we're yeah. happy with how the arrangement has worked up to now and we're not looking at changing the nuts and bolts of the arrangement until that comes up for renewal. Yeah. So you're like saying last year we're happy with, even though this year's completely different. It's almost well, like, there's like f- that didn't make any sense. 40 ga- well, um, maybe that was a, a convoluted or roundabout way of saying there's not going to be any more matches on television. There's, a, there's, a, there's an amount that have been contracted for, and that's what we're, we're, we're going and to show. You couldn't, like, you couldn't say, right, well, that, that contract is mm. null and void now because it's changed, and we'll sign up a new one based on the new competitions. W- would, would you want to? I wonder. Like, there's well, the, a, the Joe McDonough Cup had no yeah. tele, it was not televised. Like, that could be sold yeah. to TG Cahar, yeah. to Virgin, to to anyone, just to get it on. And now you have John Horan talking about a tier two. So is that t- how does that tier two? Because Sky and RT are going to look for tier one yeah. matches. I, so I, is tier two going to be sold to somebody else? Like, I mean, it, what's the strategy so for this? These new yeah, new I, th- I think the idea there would be that rather like you wouldn't sell it in its own right. Maybe what you want to do is you want to stitch it into an overall agreement that says, look, if you're going to have A, B, C, and D, you've got to have E, F. You've, you've got to show E, F, and G as well. Right, but I there's think a lot of games now. It's hard for... Like, for example, RT are under serious pressure on a Sunday night. They're coming in for loads yeah. of criticism. They show about 20 matches and they, they, they use two hours. But amazingly, when I talked to Declan McBennett, they only have highlights rights for Sunday night. They couldn't even put 
uh, Monday game on even if they wanted yeah, to. Draft, like, and draft moving into the league now. But why hamstring them on the, on the highlights rights like that? Like, I mean, I know, I think Air have them on a Wednesday. Mm. I think Sky have them on, on a, a few different days and they don't use them at all, which is incredible. But coming back to your thing that you, you were saying, like, would we not go back and... and, and change the, 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 the quantum of what's being shown I presume you're, you're saying that, that you know, would we not show more matches because yeah. do you think that's but more of the lower like, levels not, so not every game I, 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 actually I don't think every game should be on television to tell you the truth even like some of the games that are that are, are, are broadcast you know I know counties would feel themselves that they might do better if those games weren't shown particularly at the, the club end of things you know yeah. um, I, I actually think Colin we're, we're close enough to the Right number of matches. Yeah, I'm uh, more talking about Joe McDonough. Even right, okay, like, yeah, okay, yeah. the, the Monaghan no, no, Tyrone yeah, one was fair enough. Maybe one or two extra ones. You, you, but it was you almost can't like, show every. Yeah, match. and I don't think you should be because to show but every but match but really. And I understand that lads that want to see that particular yeah. game would be annoyed. But I, I, because Sky and RT went for a lot of the big games yeah. later in the year, yeah, yeah. a lot of the games early in the year weren't shown. The provincial games, yeah. you know, so like that. The yeah. standout one was the Monaghan Tyrone. So I was thinking Joe McDonough. You have a point with Joe McDonough. So could that be sold as an like the tier two? So this is changing again now, and we're. Stuck in a five-year cycle, I, yeah. and it's like, so what happens to tier two? Yeah, I, How is that going to get voted in if it's not treated with the respect it deserves? And say, put that up for tender. Yeah, I, Sky I, and RT won't want it because they'll want yeah, the I tier actually, one. I think you're right. That, like, I can remember, and I'm sure you remember too, like the Tommy Murphy that was there before, and, and the reason that that you know died on the vine really was because it. it very quickly got associated in people's minds as like it was second best and it didn't get the kind of push behind it that could have made it work but when yeah. you look at like Joe McDonough was a just was a great competition last year in terms of the standard of hurling it was. Was, it was and all the teams were evenly matched it was, so but against that the crowds at it were small too the crowds at it were small so um, it's not as if to be fair about it Woolly like it's not as if there's a, a latent unsatisfied TV audience out there dying to see these games. You'd have to work at it. See, I think there is. Yeah, I think if you put it on, they'll watch it. Like, I mean, look at the club games. TG Cahir's numbers on a Sunday are through the roof. Yeah, they're they're actually very good, yeah. yeah, Really strong. And that's club. So you're telling me that Carlo Westmead on a lovely Sunday, Saturday evening, that people sitting down with a cup of tea wouldn't watch that. I think they would. I think think you're selling it short. Remember remember that that the funny thing about that match was that was on, like, part of the, the, the promotional... Um, profile element of the Joe McDonald last year was to put that match on with the Leinster Hurling final which was a, I think was a good thing to do and that meant that there was a crowd in the ground and it was really really good the problem with that was it meant it was up directly against the Munster Hurling final at the same time and oh yeah, yeah. That was that was maybe you know there are, there are other ways to go about those things to achieve what you're talking. I don't disagree with the sentiment you're expressing to be honest with you, and, and I haven't seen. I saw a lot of the John McDonald Cup matches, like, like it, it would be great if it came to a, 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 yeah. a broader. But is there, is there flexibility to do that within the five-year deal? You know, to put that out, say, sure, it's it's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a money making uh, thing. Yeah. Which to you're the fi- ex finance yeah. uh, director of the GA. To be that fair about the column, the, the little yoke that you're you're quoting there that I said, I, I meant that in the context of you know uh, what I understood that to mean was about you know there's more quarter final matches in the in the in the football specifically, and would that mean we we're going to show okay. more? Uh, and the answer is no. Like I, I actually. Rightly, people might disagree, but I think there's enough matches really on television to tell you the truth. And where it actually does have a little adverse effect sometimes is on club matches in counties, as I've said. And yeah, the, the uh, problem, the problem, like I said, was without any, uh, without any extra games yeah. being allowed, 
the RT and Sky went for the later games yeah. and there was a, a lack of games and promotion on the TV at the start of the year which was you know the problem so there should have been flexibility to yeah. say okay we might add three to it but you know the the broadcast partners have to show early games rather than you know go mad for the I, yeah. I can understand why they yeah, would want yeah, the later yeah, games yeah, 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 but yeah. like I mean there might be flexibility there but it's the highlights rights I just I just can't fathom these highlights rights right they're so restrictive so like I mean John Horan was talking about RT last Sunday and he was complimenting their league Sunday and he said we got two hours promotion of our games we are the national games and they're the national broadcasters so they actually were able to change their deal mid five year whatever so I'm wondering with these highlights rights we would love highlights rights we the, the GA have them on their own online so that's kind of cornered off but here's the thing if RT wanted to have a, a Monday night analysis show they couldn't mm. if uh, we wanted to have a Monday night online analysis show we couldn't Where's the promotion of the game if the highlights rights are so restricted? For, for last year, for example, RTE and Sky mm. had no magazine show or midweek highlights show. Yeah, that's a gap, all right. And but how it's, are you? It's, how not, are it's you, not even. It's not even about showing them, matches. How can you let them mm. let them away with that? Like Sky for the Premier League would sicken you with different shows they have on it. They're making this out to be the best league in the world when when it's not. And for the GEA, it's almost like well, they show the games on the Saturday and nothing on during the week in Championship. People would watch a show every night in the middle of the championship, yet the highlights rights are so restrictive. So I'm just wondering uh, how RT, you... Uh, RT, both, of those, both of those channels have been good partners for us, like in fairness. I mean, yeah, RT, but the highlights is the point I'm making, because yeah. John specifically said about the promotion of our games. Yeah. And if there's no promotion of our games yeah. all week in our strongest part of the year, how, how is that a good thing? Or how are rights sold on the basis that you're restricted to a Sunday night so they're hamstrung straight away yeah, Why so th- those, those are the packages that were, that, that's the way they were divided could up that be changed like I mean everyone for my my take on this is everyone should yeah. get highlights rights and like some will be crappy shows some will be really good shows but there'll be loads of shows want, want crappy shows no but I mean, I mean I don't, I, okay but for example if RTE weren't restricted to Sunday night yeah. they could do a show a, a Monday night football show like, like the soccer but they can't do that well, which suppose, finds like, it's bizarre that, I suppose uh, Without getting into the specifics of what each channel or company has, or not, when somebody's buying something, I suppose they want to be sure that it's theirs and they have the use of it, and that nobody else is going to be able to cross across that, so that yeah. they can build their own. Like, it's not a good deal if that's the case, though, is yeah. it? Do you think really? so? Well, it's not a good deal if they're restricted mm. on what they can show and they've got exclusive yeah. so nobody else can get in there at all like Virgin for example couldn't use highlights all week what if they had plans to make yeah, a brilliant GEA show you can't you go out then Colm you can't go out and sell you could I sell can't sell something to you that I've already sold to key in there you know that's the limitation well, of it well if Sky and RT aren't using midweek highlights mm. why would why well, would nobody else be able to well, use them well that, that's, that's in fact how um, RTE came about the their, their, their highlights that they're broadcasting at the moment it was, it was a kind of recalibration between the partners themselves and we would have tried to oil the wheels of that a little bit to make that happen so look you can use influence and you can bring influence to bear but the, we're contractually bound in certain circumstances to be honest about it yeah but yeah. that's what I'm saying yeah, say, yeah. so yeah. say when the five years are up yeah. would you look at the highlights rights in a different manner would you you know maybe well, all these, like, like, there's always just in every sphere there's things that you can do a bit differently or you would change tack on your, your, your point about the championship structure is a good one like in fairness you know um, and we, we didn't see coming down the line the way the championship was going to be uh, Joe McDonough Cup wasn't even an idea in somebody's head at that point so like it is important that we do try and plan ahead and do, do try and factor those things into the commercial undertakings and the broadcasting undertaking the funny little thing about that is do you know the way at the moment where the, the championship is it's in the middle of a trial like it's, it's this is year two of a, of a, a, a three year arrangement 
and I can't honestly tell you what way it's going to be like in year four whether we'll revert back to the way we were or whether we stick with the, the arrangements that we've been yeah. trialling I suppose the job is to kind of build in a bit of flexibility that says look if it goes this way this is the shape that the deals are going to take and if it goes another way this is the shape that they're going to take yeah, yeah sure, we have to take that on board like, we but have to do that. Do, for, from your point of view would you be happy with the with the promotion of the GEA during championship during the week I think Look, there's always things that can be improved on and I think the ones that were good actually, not specifically promoting the championships themselves, but you'll have seen some of the other documentary programmes and things like that that were out over the course of time. I really enjoyed those. I thought they were really, really good. Um, yeah, you'd like to see more, of course you would. And particularly at but a time you can't when... can't because you have restrictive yeah, highlights, right? Particularly at a time, like, and I have nothing bad to say about any other sport, that there are, but, but uh, particularly when you look at maybe September time when the championships were over and that would have been, previously would have been kind of our preserve a little bit. And... There wasn't a whole lot going on in terms of the GA world and the GA coverage because of where the All Ireland finals had moved to. Now, look, there were pluses to that as well, and some of that was tied into our earlier conversation about clubs and club fixtures. And it comes back to my earlier point: like, whatever you do, it has a positive aspect on one side, but there's always a, a knock-on, whether foreseen or unforeseen, that is perhaps detrimental on the other side. So it's a question of trying to find a balance between all those things, you know. Right, OK. Just the last question yeah. now, because I'm conscious of time. While we're on the promotion side of it, and like yeah. John, when I read John Horan's comment about promotion of our games, it just got me thinking about, obviously, the stuff we've talked about, yeah. but also the media bans that are, you know, fashionable amongst counties. The, the media, sorry. Media bans. Oh, yeah. Say that some, a lot of counties now have media managers, so you can't directly contact players, which is grand. I've no problem with that. But at media days, they're told they're not allowed to talk about something. That we saw an example of that recently. In general, like these, that's a real pity. Like, what, yeah, what, what, in your it, day, like did that? Did that? No, a journalist would ring you and you just talk to them. And, and, and the thing about that, Tom, is that if you want to talk to them, you talk to yeah. them, and if you don't, you say no. So yeah. you're treated like an adult. But that seems yeah. to be taken off players now. And I don't really know yeah. what you can do with that. Like, I think I mean, it's a real pity. Like, and, and you'd, you'd hear stories. You know, uh, um, do you know the way counties would have a, a kind of a, an open night before they? first yeah. championship game like they were a great thing when that's they started that's all gone out. and, funny and it has enough, kind of dripped, drifted away because the, 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 I'm sure the players would be delighted I don't, I don't really know what happens and why they don't work but the, the, all the players weren't available all the time some counties didn't even run them at all yeah um, the Super Bowl for example will have every single player yeah. available in the week of that and they have it promoted I suppose I there's, a subtle, there's a subtle little difference there like which is like those lads their job like they have to if they're told to well that's true yeah. but they're also promoting it and yeah, the, bigger yeah. pic, the bigger picture is if there's more fellas in newspapers it's pushing Johnny Sexton out of it and 100%, it, 100% so yeah. do, is there, do, would there be a strategy in place maybe to deal with this and have county boards direct managers that this stuff has to end that it's not doing anybody any harm if a player doesn't want to do it they're more than entitled not to do it and have some directive you're getting all this uh, games development yeah. money from us so if you're either this is a directive to your county manager that this, this stops or, or else your games development was, money will stop and like that would pr- put a stop to it pretty quickly and then we'd have more players in papers we'd have more players on radio shows we'd have uh, much more promotion of the games yeah. and we can push the soccer and the rugby out of it you know completely yeah. during it, the summer it, it is a real gap like it is and, yeah. and, and it's uh, you know it's availability of players in every county or what makes kids want to play football and That's play hurling you know more than more than a county board official more than myself more than your, it's, it's players that actually make yeah. the difference I think they, I was they, reading they're the main promotional I was reading lately that the Derry Hurlers were on a media ban 
didn't Did you see that? that no, I tweeted that out recently. No, the Derry hurlers now, like I mean, you know, it's it, yeah, it's the fashionable yeah, thing. It's kind, like, uh, it's kind of like Jim Gavin runs a tight ship, and I understand why he runs mm. a tight ship because sometimes like the media can go to town and Dublin suppose, historically. Remember, like there have been instances, like going back over the years, where you know players one name, but you'd, you'd remember them maybe said things coming up to matches about opponents and things like that. There was one or two little things, wasn't yeah. there? And I suppose that maybe that's what people are are guarded against. But like you said. Like any time you meet a player, you're talking. They're, they're smart people. They're yeah. they're intelligent, articulate, pe- and they should be. I, I don't want to use the word advertisement because that sounds you know you're not commoditizing people or anything like that. But they are they're the best ambassadors for the thing, and yeah. it is it is a real shame. And would you think of giving? Would you think of giving? Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so I was yeah. going to say, would you think of doing it? But like, it would be very easy to fix it. You know, like yeah. I mean, like would you do it more? Like the, the way we've gone about it before was more uh, providing practical help, uh, providing a kind of a template for those evenings and a tools and helping PROs and all that kind of stuff rather than the mm, slap on the wrist approach that see, you're it's, advocating. It's, it's not, you see, it's not really the county board yeah. that does it. The county board might be happy it's the county manager yeah. that has the power to do yeah. it, you know? Like, I mean, that's yeah. that's probably the issue. Finally, yeah. before I let you go, like, I mean, John Horan is bringing in the tier two. Yeah. Everybody has a little thing that they might change. Parik Duffy brought in the Super 8s thing. What yeah. do you want to change and what do you want to do do to be remembered for when as as director general I think the leagues actually to my mind the league is the best competition that we have and I if, if you're talking about a, a shape and a structure to the year I think um, the league structures and bigging up the league and making the league more central part of the of the GA year and the GA calendar I think. Oh, yeah well that's yeah. one of my restructures so if said the right thing yeah if the league becomes the championship bring it's it funny, forward like, into the good weather it was and then have that as the all Ireland yeah. isn't it funny like in in in, in I, I I say your chances. Tell the truth. Your, your, you listen to the podcast. Your now, chances and mine of achieving that are are, are, <laughs> are are practically nil. I say yours are greater than mine. But it's funny, like the 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 in in most games and most sports, the league is the is the yeah. predominant thing, and the knockout element of it is kind of secondary. In our case, it's the other way around, and you can see where that is. And to be honest with you, that's always going to be the way it is. So I don't think we we'll get to the stage of replacing them. But I think I think the league needs and deserves and merits an awful lot more attention and status. Fantastic. I think it's a fantastic competition. Yeah, like. but and 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 just a knock off on that: when every team plays each other at a similar level, Absolutely, we might yeah. see less of the defensive football because you can actually attack each other. Like I understand defensive the, the, football the, the, when yeah, a small you, team you plays a big team. You don't have to be risk averse. You don't have to be. You're not limiting your you losses. You can take before. them on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, hopefully yeah, that yeah, will. Yes. So move the league into the summer and we yeah, have our all Ireland yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're putting words in my mouth but no better man yeah. Tom thanks very much for not dropping all. in not at all will you not at all I'm not finished yet it took me a long time to get here both parents have, have spoken with each other and uh and they regret what happened. They've had a frank discussion with each other, and they're, they're both of them are keen to, to now focus on getting back to their county jerseys. That these fellas will get such a shell shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their houses for 10 years. The GA Hour is sponsored by Paddy Power. For exclusive content from their GA ambassadors and other high profile contributors, check out news.paddypower.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.